You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the To and Out CFL Podcast. Ready, set, hook. So now my recorder's on. So Okay, oh, well, perfect. Oh, wow, then. Welcome the, the to the To and Out Podcast <laughs> from the Great Cup Festival and Radio Room. And it's like Row. you have your current co-host, Andrew, is here. So yes. it's, it's yes. like every other show. Yes. We could literally be kicked out at any moment. Ex- <laughs> yeah. Excuses for the absent John Fraser. Uh, we apologize that John's not here. Oh, and now we've got uh, Freddie Mercury on the show. That's oh, good, yeah. Right. <laughs> we, yeah, Bohemian we shot this year. <laughs> we really wanted to get uh, the best guests possible. So, so what we decided to do was have Freddie Mercury sing behind us as we, <laughs> as we podcasted. I don't know if this will be released. No. <laughs> no. I can't afford the rights to this podcast now. So, right. yeah, basically, we hit record in the middle of talking about yes. a, a stadium, stadium in Calgary. A stadium in Calgary. And you think you'd be fine with the Stampeders playing in a cardboard box with some bleachers? Yes. yes. Why? If it's, as long as it's 140 yards long. That's all you need. I have 50 feet high. I, I <laughs> <laughs> feet high. That's a small stadium. How high can Rob Raper punt? Yeah. I don't need 30,000 people. I need my tickets. I don't care about anybody you, else. All, all you need is two tickets. <laughs> two seats. Yeah. Two seats. One for me and one for my guest. A and bidet in it. the bathroom. Yes. Well, I don't need a bidet. Let's not get crazy here. Nobody's going to the football game and getting their ass sprinkled. That's just not how it happens. <laughs> if you are, that's a different type of football game. Well, that's a, yeah. a football game in Japan. <laughs> because Japan, Japanese toilets are, are far have beyond what we've got. I've not been to Japan, but I've seen Japanese toilets online. <laughs> because, you know, when you spend as much because time there as I do, you look for it. Yeah. You're like, oh, what's happening on Black Friday? <laughs> Japanese toilets? <laughs> They're on sale. Don't mind if I do. So you just go to the Home Depot? Are they set up? Or They're what? like little video games, and you can press all kinds oh. of different buttons. And I they have, oscillate I and seen, spin. Yeah. And I saw one uh, at a store in Calgary. Uh, it's a plumbing store. And I went in, and the guy was... And I just like, oh, do you have a bathroom? And I walked in, and as I walked in, the bowl opened. For, like, <laughs> it motion sensed that someone was in the room, and the bowl opens, and it sprays a little spritzer in there, like a voo-poo or whatever that stuff's called, so that it doesn't so smell it, when you leave. And then I saw that's it on the poo-pourri, wall. That's I think. I saw it on yeah, YouTube. Poo-pourri. Yeah, poo yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they, they've got uh, like buttons on there for like user one, user two. So in case you've just like this is how one I like player, my ass two washed. Player? Yeah, yeah, one player, two player. <laughs> this is the exact amount of and heat then, like, I like. Oh, it was, it was. It, you could get a pulsating bidet wash. You could get a straight bidet wash. You could get a misting bidet wash. All of it was phenomenal. Um, so many options. And so, you know, I just hung out in that toilet store for a while. I was like, let's test this out on my butthole. <laughs> you tested it? Of course I tested it. It was in the bathroom. It wasn't like in the showroom. I'm not sitting in the showroom with my pants down. If I position myself between us and Freddie Mercury, will it be quieter? I don't think so. <laughs> 
thing that I love is this is such a phenomenal song, and I just said the word butthole in the middle of it. <laughs> you really you ruined it. it. Yeah. You really I don't think so. it. I don't think Freddie would think so either. <laughs> I don't think that this. Okay, why do you want a roof in the new stadium? Because Calgary has built track meet teams for the last three decades, and they have had a so lot. So you literally want a track. I want something so where they can compete. Here's the thing: the Stampede the Summer Games. I would argue that the Stampeders have had the most talented roster in the CFL for almost three decades. But for the Federick years. I ignore the cardboard box years, even though I'm advocating for a cardboard box now. Okay. I, uh, maybe we need Michael Federick back. He would have built a giant cardboard box. <laughs> totally would. Uh, but I think, I think at the end of the day, the Stampeders have been the most talented roster over the last three decades. And I don't think there's a lot of arguing there. If you look at the bulk of the last three it decades, the Stampeders are yeah, right near hard, the top yeah. of the list. Yeah. So if that's the case, and the Stampeders are always the best team, and then they're hosting the West Final, and it's fucking minus 30, and wind is blowing, and it's chilly, and there's fucking two feet of snow on the ground, all of the talent that you've built goes out the window. So because in- now it's just who can run in the snow the best as opposed to who's the best running back. And I would like to have a game that's not affected by the weather as much as it could be. And I know there's the Canadian fan who says, oh, it's not a great cup if it's not outside. <laughs> and he pounds his chest and takes off his parka and puts up his beer as my blanket sign. You know what? Fuck you. You can sit outside in the cold. Congratulations. At the end of the day, I want my team to win, and I think the Stampeders historically have had the best chance of winning when playing in a team, when playing in a situation where the weather doesn't affect them. So in 2009 and 2010, your team was just soft. Sure. And that's why the Riders won. Yeah, I'll take that. Sure, why not? I'll put I can't believe there. he actually said yes to that. I'll put it out there that the weather affected the game. Absolutely, 100%. It's not that they're soft. It's that the Stamps bring up a bunch of Texas and California receivers who get into minus 30 for the first time when they're playing a playoff game. But it's part of the game. No, it's not. It doesn't have to be. It it's doesn't part of have the game to be. here. Bullshit. Yes. Bullshit. It shouldn't have to be. Playing inside. Our, our, ancestors, our ancestors have spent... Thousands on thousands of years making inside great. <laughs> so you and yet, respect and yet that. what we do is we slap our ancestors in the face and say, except sports, that's meant to be played outside. I, I guess shit. I guess what give I give me the best game. I Don't guess, give me fucking snow. Don't give me a guy that should have a touchdown because you've brilliantly executed your offensive play, and then nature is like but it's slippery, whoop, and then you've got fucking nothing. It's bullshit. It takes away from the game. It takes away from the sport. I don't buy that weather's essential. You know whose weather is essential? Do you know why they're telling you weather is essential and why you've grown up believing that weather is an essential part of this game? Because roofs are expensive. They were going to put one in Regina, and they went, oh, but that'll cost $200 million more, so we're not going to do it. We'll just build a toilet. So what's the excuse for the 2016 Grey Cup? Because it was outside? No, no, that was just a bad day. <laughs> that happens. So you're that was, man, a bad day happens. Let's yeah. not like bad it, days do happen. A bad yes. day happens, and it was a bad day for the Stampeders. It was a bad half. They played a bad half of football, and as a result, lost the Grey Cup. I, I don't, I don't shy away from that. They I, they lost the Grey Cup. They were bad for the first half. 
I guess actual kids play football starting in September, and the playoffs are in November. But yeah. nobody says, let's move the school year up to start in... You don't need to move the school year up. Just let the fucking kids play inside. It's not that tough. That's not really feasible. If you had enough stadiums with roofs, they could do it. But where's the money come from? Well, now this from? is a political Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, the money all comes, of a sudden we became the money Calgary comes, City Council. The money the comes hell? from where the money always comes from, the taxpayer. Of course it does. You know what? I did the math on Calgary Next. Yeah. If they had said, you know what, Calgary Next is not going to be funded by anybody but just the taxpayer. The city will front the money. And at a zero, even if, you, if the city paid all of the money for it up front and then charged a levy... To the city, to the citizens of Calgarians, over stretched out over 25 years, right? 25 years, we will recoup this money. We're going to add to your monthly tax bill or your yearly tax bill for every person in your house. It was going to cost four dollars a month per person in Calgary. So, my house would be 12 bucks a month. Yes, sir. Absolutely, I will pay for it. And that's not including the half that the Flames are going to pay for. That's the entire project would cost each each Calgarian 12 bucks a month or four bucks a month. But didn't it look to you like the Flames get the toilet with the bidet and the Stampeders get the outhouse? No. Because all of the facilities are going to be the same. All the facilities are going to be the same. There's a there's the Stamps would be playing on a CFO regulation field with stands around it. How much more do you actually need? All of the concourses are what people complain about at McMahon. They don't complain about the seats. Really? I mean, you know, yeah, the, the benches suck, but buy a better ticket. Like, you know, I sit on the bench, you bring a pad, you bring a cushion, you, you deal with it. You buy one of those bleacher seats with a back on it, you know, it costs you an extra 20 bucks. That's it. So so do that. Like, there's solvable problems. But what McMahon doesn't have is the amenities that people have come to expect at sporting events, which is driving our attendance down. Because you can't have more than 30,000 people in that stadium. It becomes completely unworkable. The Stampeders have admitted it on our podcast that when Gordon Ory was the president, he sat down on my show and he said that the ticket prices are priced the way they are in Calgary to try and manage the crowd at 30,000 and no more. In a stadium that seats 36, they're actively trying to keep it below a sellout because too many people complain when there's more than 30,000 people in the stadium. And there's a lot of people that want to bring Calgary into the conversation of teams that are having attendance issues. Which is ridiculous. But you're saying they're trying to keep attendance manageable. It is actively managed, yes. Ticket prices for a Stampeders game, I buy my season ticket. I buy a season ticket for $250. Right. A single game seat in my section is $45. So don't tell me the stamps aren't trying to... The stamps are actively saying walk-up business thing because they want to keep it at 30000 or less because once there's more than 30000 all they get are complaints about the lines are too long, I can't get to the bathroom, 
I'm I'm a sledgehammer. Damn it, Peter Gabriel! <laughs> I hate it when people complain about being a sledgehammer. The star, the star-studded lineup that we have provided for the soundtrack of this podcast, Genesis, is at all usable. No. Like the well, he used to be in Genesis. I, this, this was this was when he was on his own. Just yeah, but Gabriel. this is because we reformed Genesis and they're playing each yes. other's hits. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Queen, Phil Collins is coming. We resurrected Freddie Mercury from the dead. The hologram was on the stage. <laughs> Here at the TD Place, here at the TD Place Arena. So we're doing everything we can to make this podcast <laughs> as as good as possible. In fact, yeah. there's another artist taking the stage right well, now. No, I'm, yeah. sure. We'll just I'm sure. I'm sure. Give it a moment. Genesis. I'll announce them when they. Yeah. Start Maybe playing. Pink Floyd's back together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. State of the League was this yes, morning. State of the League was this morning. I asked you how the media one was, and you said in one word it was horrible. Yeah. They spent 40 minutes talking about concussions. Like, thanks a lot, TSN and Sportsnet. I get it. There's a concussion lawsuit. Oh, yeah. But you should understand, there's a concussion lawsuit. Yeah, what do you expect the, anyway. the commissioner to come out and say? You know, I thought He's he handled it well, too. I think he handled it, but he handled it. He just right? said, I don't know. Yeah. But, but that's, that's not, a big issue. But that's... Oh. Wow. Technotronics now here. <laughs> wow. That's Everybody how, that, that was, dance that, No, now. that was CNC Music <laughs> or Factory. Or CNC right Music there. Factory. That's apologies. That yeah. um, I get my 90s yikes. techno groups. Oh. Deep Purple is back <laughs> oh. together. Jeez. Is Richie Blackmore back <laughs> on the back? That's okay, the first so riff much, I learned on guitar. As much as the... It's the first as, riff most people yeah. learned on guitar. As much as the media one was... A lot of that concussion talk. What did you? Because th- you went to the fan one as well. Yes, I did. So, and I was at the Brian fan one what, here and went to the fan one. Yes. Yeah. What did you think of the fan one? I thought there was some answers, but a lot of fancy dancing. And some of I, the answers are the same as the yeah, media one. Maybe I, well, yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, but when you're when you're, let, let's not pretend that it's not a performance. Oh yeah. And so you I, test I, out your material. Right. Yeah. You test out your material in front of a smaller audience, and if the media laughs, then the fans are going to yeah. laugh. And a lot of the laughs that were delivered at the fan one were also delivered at the media one. <laughs> okay. um, well, and when he got a chuckle, he'd thing. smile and like tuck that into his pocket. Oh yeah, we'll this keep that works. one for uh... yeah. This bit works. <laughs> um, I thought I thought though that his delivery, in comparison to others that I've seen, I thought his delivery was very genuine in the yeah. fact that yes. there was. I think when he said. You know, we're working towards this answer, and honestly, I don't know what. Like as they were talking about going to Hamilton for a Grey Cup. Yes. I think his answer of, you know, I really haven't gotten involved in where the right. Grey Cup is going. I do think that yes, we want to bring the Grey Cup back to the city of Hamilton, but I have to make sure that it works thing. properly. Here's a great That's very answer, honest. Though. That's yeah, a great answer. No, no. Yeah. But I'd rather him tell me the truth. We know the truth. We know why the Grey Cup's not made in Hamilton. It's because Hamilton and the Ticats are suing the producers, of the, the, the builders of the stadium, and saying it's inadequate. Right. And you can't say that your stadium's inadequate if you actively pursue and are awarded the crown jewel of your league season. How do you say it's inadequate for us to properly host functions here? And then bring the Grey Cup there. And then host the function. Yeah. yeah Hamilton will there. never get the Grey Cup until this lawsuit is over. Once it is over, then it's of course there. they're going to get it. Yeah. Then there of course they're going to get a Grey Cup. pound speakers falling from the... Yeah. The, imagine that at a Grey Cup. Exactly. Exactly. But you can't get a Grey Cup in Hamilton until your stadium is right. And until the lawsuit is settled. 
Once that's done, I imagine they'll rush to Hamilton to have a breakup. Yeah. Which, I did not know, has only hosted three times in history. Hamilton has hosted the Great Cup in three times ever. But it was hosted hosted about 55 times, you know, down the road in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah, but it was hosted in 1944, 1970, and then 96. Those were the three times Hamilton's hosted a Great Cup, which doesn't seem like enough. Doesn't seem right. No. No. But again, Iverwind Stadium was not the ideal place to host a Great Cup. And I'm sad that McMahon Stadium is that now. Do you see them having another Great Cup in Calgary before there's a new stadium? It depends on when the stadium news comes. If the Olympic bid comes out and, yes, we're going to build a new stadium as part of the Olympic bid, I see them holding off until that new stadium comes. And there's, If not, they'll be back in Calgary. And there's Montreal news now that they're going to fix up the roof at the Big O. Right, well, because... Quebec needs to spend that equalization money somewhere. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, when they're, the three I Alberta guess, guys. Yeah, I, guess, I guess not enough Not enough guys, not enough people are taking advantage of $8 daycare. And they're like, oh, we got to get rid of these, these, uh, we got to get rid of this money somehow or Alberta will stop sending it to us. So I think, uh, I think that's why you fix the roof on the big O. Should they have, are they going to have a great cup before Calgary? Probably. I, I don't know. The rumor right now is that it's going to Calgary the year after Edmonton. Well, that's because, from what I understand, the only people to ask for the 2018 Grey Cup the Alberta were Calgary and Edmonton. Edmonton. They were the only two teams that requested it. And because that's the other thing they seem to know, too. too. Yeah, they're doing that on teams a bid now. Well, yeah, want to have it. Yeah, you have to want to have it. It's not just being yeah. given to your city anymore with the option of buying the Grey Cup. That's not how it works anymore. How it works now is just you have to... Uh, you have to apply for it. Well, we'll see if uh, when the Lions sell, if uh, they will be given a great cup. Well, but what I hear from Travis is that the Lions aren't selling until the concussion lawsuit is settled. Wow. Is, or sorry, that's, that's what I heard from that's Brian. What I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I gave you some news in my sleep, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a very chatty guy. I mean, it was, yeah. I am. Yeah. That's my wife. It I talk in my sleep. It wasn't She weird. doesn't want to be in the park. It wasn't weird, right? That I was just kind of huddled in the corner of your room. <laughs> it it's not weird. Not weird at all. No. That's right. What happens at Grey Cup? You know what they say. That, I've heard that. Uh, <laughs> well, Halifax get a Grey Cup before the Stampede. <laughs> That's entirely possible. If they get a team in 2020, it wouldn't surprise me. Will the Again, Atlantic Scooters win the Grey Cup before the Bombers? <laughs> They're gonna... oh, oh, wow. Well, well, based on the current... Based on the current expansion formula, probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh, wow. Because you're coming out of the you East. You saw Ottawa do it. You come out of the East, <laughs> which is easier. Um, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. You come out of the East, which is easier. And the, the last expansion formula was set up to make it very easy to to build a team. They, they wanted them to be competitive right away, and they were. And they won a great cup. Um, so uh, they got to two in three years. I think yeah. what somebody said, somebody said that... Uh, that this season will uh, will match the longest Grey Cup drought in Red Blacks history. <laughs> they'll have gone one whole season without making yeah. it. <laughs> uh, the CFL Awards were yesterday. Your boy Andrew, Mike Riley, got the MOP. He did, absolutely. What a speech. Um, the, yeah, the speech was pretty... Uh, I didn't get like to watch it until uh, uh, much later, but as, as it's going on, uh, I, I think... 
I think across the CFL, there are people who are hit, getting hit in the feels with that one. It wasn't just uh, just Eskimo fans. He's but, one of the most well you know like I really thought he just had the MOH, really. He had the most outstanding hat. I mean, Did I you that, see that okay, thing? The hat, I don't. That's the one, first one that I've been like. That's a little. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the first hat that you questioned. Yeah, the other ones I'm fine with. Okay, that so one was very Willy Wonka. I have questioned every hat before no. this one. <laughs> no. This one, I mean, your hat game is on point. If you're gonna wear that motherfucker on your head, you win. You win. Like you deserve to win. I didn't care. Like I saw him before the awards, and I was like. Holy shit! This guy wins most outstanding hats. So like he's yeah. worn top hat. Well, I don't know. Do you call it a he top hat? He wears the derby. Yeah, the derby hat, right? It's like like three. Yes, not even like quarter. It's line. not a, a real quarter top height. Hat. But this was what about but eight this inches? Was, this was a Mad Hatter hat. Oh, it was totally. <laughs> it was absolutely. It was, it was awesome. right out of Alice in Wonderland. Like he looked like he was getting there in advance. Of the CFL fan state of the league. <laughs> Is that ridiculous looking I had? Oh, man. But yeah, it looked like speech- an 1840s stovepipe. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was badass. Yeah. It, it was did. badass. Yeah. I, got, I got nothing but... Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Now that he's out and yeah. eliminated from the season, I have nothing but respect for Mike Riley. He even wished your team good luck. I, I know, did. right? How yeah. do you hate Mike Riley? Like, you can't. I don't think it's possible. No, it's not possible. It's not even possible. if, it, yeah, he's because the thing is, even when when you meet him, even if it's in a spontaneous moment of meeting him, the way he talks is the exact same way that he did that speech. Wow! And you're just like, man, everything that comes out of your, I like, I, I take my money. I'm in. Like, you just you just buy everything. Yeah. Do, do you want to just start finish that one thought though? Everything that comes out of his mouth. There we go. I said. Well, no, you didn't say mouth. You just said everything that comes out of him. Oh, I'm like, oh, well, everything that comes out of him. I mean, I can, I can see yourself. There's a okay lot of people that words. would argue the other way. I'm saying mouth. <laughs> everything that he says. Wait, what funny. other way are you referring I'm not to? I'm talking about that. On that note, on that note, I think we have to wrap this up too. We do. Right? I. Uh, you have uh, real media business. I know, I know, right? Look at you all. The CBC. You, know you just chirp the guy that's collecting all of our taxpayers' dollars. Yes. And they're. I am paying Wait, for you to be on the CBC. Guy. The guy, some guy named Justin. Oh yeah, but, some guy named Justin. <laughs> Do you know I still, if, I because paying. if this gets onto your show, I don't think I've talked about this on your show now, I now refer to six or seven eight-yard passes as the two Justin's offense, because you've got dink and dunk, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. Right? The two, yeah. the double Justin's. It's the two Justin's offense. Because, um, you know, you might as well, right? Yeah. You might as well. Yes. I don't even know which celebrity we've got here. Andrew? Playing name yeah. tune? Uh, Joe Cocker? Oh, I don't no, know. no. It's a young American. Oh, so David Bowie. David Bowie, yeah. Oh. Thank you, yeah. We've brought David. Like we have brought a substantial oh my God. back from the dead. I tell you, we are really... I was waiting for you to say, is this uh, Tom Cochran? Or well, like some... I did say Joe Cochran. Okay, well. You can was, make fun of me for that. I was waiting for the obscure Canadian reference. I was trying to figure out, it's the obscure Canadian reference, not some artist with cock in his tail. No, yeah. <laughs> Both. Oh, my God. Both. <laughs> Thank you, and good We don't night. have any fun here. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I get to go and do the exact opposite on the, the CBC. <laughs> Please do this on the CBC. I don't think they'll let me play as much as you guys will. No. But uh, it is it is time for me to roll, so uh, All right. i got to get out and uh, hopefully this is usable. Yeah. Because none of us are up I, I don't know what it's like. Levels. Yeah. Um, so uh, hopefully this was usable. So for everyone around the table here, uh, live from Podcast Row, you've been listening to the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.